A dictionary definition of the word context is the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. AQMB's Artist Statement podcast is a conversation series exploring the fresh perspectives in art generated by these changing contexts. Politically, culturally, socially, other. It features artists and thinkers orbiting our world, where we chat in response to developments in technology, communication, and beyond. I'm editor Steph Kretovich, and in this episode I speak with Gio Wyeth, a musician, performer, and educator whose interdisciplinary work aims to create language around colonial and racial histories through embodied storytelling. Currently based in Rotterdam, Wyeth most recently collaborated with cult icon Vava Dudu, translating the Parisian fashion designer, musician, and painter's poetry from French to English, and performing a joint companion piece organized by Buenos Tiempos International's Alberto Garcia del Castillo at Boza, Brussels in June. I first came across Geo's work through an early AQMB review in 2016, before finally seeing them present an equal parts funny and playful, tender and discomforting performance at 3HD Festival in Berlin last year. A lot has happened in the world since that night, with pandemic and protest leading Geo to reconsider the relationship of the body to the world within their own special synthesis of humour and grief. I do like physical, like I actually do watch like Buster Keaton and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch that stuff. I watch cartoons, I watch Betty Boop, I like, I think about the body as this kind of holder of, um, moods, holder of moods, keeper of moods, this thing that can move, um, and be pushed around by the different moods that we have, transformed, I don't know. That could be a reflection uh, on our differing characters because I'm not a very bodily person. Mm. I don't, and it's. I mean, it's like I'm uptight basically. So then, <laughs> watching someone <laughs> else express themselves in that way is like deeply uncomfortable for me. Got it. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but because um, I was thinking about your stuff as well as, like, I don't want to offend you by saying it, but is clowning. An influence, or is there some kind of like thread of that? <laughs> um, I would say yes. Um, I'm not offended. <laughs> I think clowns have gotten a bad rep um, in recent years. Um, I have mixed feelings about you know clowning. Let's say whatever that yeah that or physical sort of the physicality of. Because it also has a weird history, right? It has a very weird history that I'm drawn to. Right. And um, I'm I'm kind of repelled and drawn to and drawing upon that history. I think Mm -hmm. that if I feel, um, I mean, and this is thinking kind of through being a person of color, being... um, read as a white person often mm-hmm. um but not all the time uh holding in me a kind of knowledge an internalization of um racism that if i haven't encountered i have direct family that have encountered mm-hmm. um living with that and kind of experiencing that being beside that um, trying to negotiate my relationship to that in, in connection with my relationship to spectacle, 
to talent, mm-hmm. to um, um, to music, to the ability to sing, to entertainment, to um, and I was raised in a very, let's say, artistic and musical home. So, um, would you say that there was a yeah. there's a certain ambivalence? So my connection to clowning is is comp- complicated. Would you say ambivalence? Yeah, um, because yeah. like in terms of like stereotyping and who entertains, and then that's something that yeah, you're yeah, drawn to. Totally. I'm drawn to it, and I'm and I'm also like critical of it, and I'm afraid of it. There's a lot of things, you know. Um, that are there, um, making a, like, if I make, a uh, uh, let's say a humorous performance or I inject humor into my performance, I often try to also kind of get, add a kind of twisted twist or bitterness to that quality only mm-hmm. because that is truly how I feel about it. Like, right. um, I mean like Richard Pryor is one of my, is a, an amazing example of that but just somebody and that's totally different you know than what mm-hmm. I do obviously but I do watch a lot of stand-up comedy and think about it a lot right. and um oof, I mean th- that I think he's probably like one of the best performers I've it, that I have ever yeah it, just in the sense that he encapsulated that so well and articulated that position and that complication that complexity um and um it's like when a stand-up comedian yeah. is like, are you like when they kind of draw attention to the fact that you're just waiting for them to make you laugh again, and that's like their service that they're presenting to you. Right, they're waiting for you're, the, the audience is kind of waiting for that. What if it never comes, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> what if um, somehow that changes or turns, or because humor, of course, and you know, everybody knows clowns are like the saddest people, yeah, and. <laughs> And humor has a back end to it. So there's a kind of, there's a reason why we want to make people laugh. And sometimes that's not always a, a nice reason. Would you say you're it's a, a complicated sad reason? <laughs> what I would you, I'm a sad person. No, I'm not sad. Sad is the word that my friend said to me the other day. They were like talking about how they're also a performer, um, mm-hmm. an amazing performer. And, um, also a person of color and they were saying that they did this performance that was about grief and somebody came up to them afterwards nobody and very few people came up to them and it was an entirely white audience and then at the end one person only one person came up to them and said oh I, f- I found it very sad mm-hmm. and they were like sad what a word it's not very descriptive mm-hmm. you know and I and they and they said I feel like uh, there was a misunderstanding or there's sort of a misunderstanding if you don't have a knowledge of a kind of synthesis of humor and grief, this mm-hmm. like special place and it exists in certain cultures and it's not just, I mean, I think, yeah, there's like this funny space that where humor and pain and grief and these things kind of connect. And so I wouldn't say I'm a sad person. I would say like, I don't really, I definitely, uh, or even cynical. I have a lot of hope, actually. Um, it reminds but, me of this uh, Twitter yeah. tweet that I saw a while ago, and it was like, "Are you? Did you have a happy childhood, or are you funny?" <laughs> 
this was just a teaser for an episode of AQMB's Artist Statement podcast, available exclusively to our subscribers. If you'd like to listen to this and other bi-monthly episodes like it in full, consider signing up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash AQNB. You'll also have free access to downloadable compendiums of new music and digital artworks, while helping support our commitment to presenting fresh perspectives around art, music and online culture at aqnb.com. Our theme music is Coughing Up Pearls by Felicita. See you next time. <laughs>